0: Welcome to Mr. Stitcher's Dreadtime Stories. Pull a seat up to the fire and lend me your ear and I'll begin. This one's titled, The Woman in the Window. It was a cold October night, 1998, Eastbourne, East Sussex, England. The darker evenings had set in and 13-year-old Johnny was out playing with his mates. On the estate that Johnny grew up on, most houses were grouped in twos, and the glow of the old orange streetlights would cast shadows across the driveways, creating the darkest places you'd ever seen. On this particular evening, there were a group of children, all of similar age, who decided to knock for Sam, who was a boy who lived in the street behind Johnny. From his ass, by the way it was situated, You could see the back of johnny's house and all the other houses on the same row as his too it was as they were stood on sam's doorstep that they noticed a few doors up from johnny's one that had recently been made vacant by the previous tenant still had its bathroom light on out of curiosity the boys situated themselves outside the front of the house, where they also noticed the back gate had been left open they all dared each other to go down and into the garden. After some back and forth and everyone refusing, being the oldest and the biggest, Johnny stepped forward to say that he would do it. Slowly, he walked down the side of the ass and through the pitch blackness of the driveway until he found himself in the garden. Right ahead of him, he saw that they’d left the shed door open, So he approached to take a look inside, nothing but old paint cans and various garden bits. So he shut the door and booted a flat football across the garden. He then turned his attention to the house. He walked over to the kitchen window which was situated on the left hand side and peered through, nothing but emptiness. There was a gap where the cooker once stood and a few cupboard doors had been left open. Nothing special. So he made his way over to the back door. On these houses, the door was made up of a wooden bottom and a big see-through glass window pane for the other half. He put his hands against it to block out any light and he pressed his head to the glass. He could see the kitchen door had been left open and there was a straight run down from this door down to the front door through the hallway. This was pitch black. He waited for a second for his eyes to adjust and as they did, he suddenly became aware of what he thought was his reflection in the double glazing. Now more adjusted and his eyes a bit more in focus, in the distance, at the bottom of the hallway, right by the front door. He could make out a silhouette. Whatever he was looking at though in the darkness was standing perfectly still with its hands down by its sides. His hands though, were up by his head. His eyes traced slowly downwards, and he realised he could see its legs, which given the fact that the bottom half of the door he was looking through was wooden, would have made it impossible to have been his reflection in the double glazing. Nah. He pulled his head away from the glass in shock, and then it hit him. He ran like lightning, as fast as he could. He got halfway round the estate before the other lads had caught up with him. Not one person believed him until he looked up and they saw the look of terror on his face. Eventually, they made their way back to the street as a group, and they all wondered what it was that he'd seen. They came to their reasonable conclusion with the light being on in the bathroom that it must have been an homeless person. Time had gone by now and some of the other lads that were slightly younger had had to go in, so it was just Johnny and Sam left behind. It was at this point that the lady who lived opposite came out and the second strange occurrence took place. Her name was Ramona and she knew the family who'd lived there quite well. She opened her front door to reprimand the children over the commotion that they were causing because it were keeping her children awake. Johnny told her what he'd seen in the ass, which was met with scepticism on Ramona's behalf. To prove Johnny wrong and in an attempt to keep the noise down, Ramona went and got a key that she'd been left by the family that used to live there. As she walked across the road, Johnny put his hand on her shoulder and said, Ramona, you can't go in there. Rubbish, she said. She opened the door whilst the nervous Johnny and Sam waited, expecting to hear her scream. Now, Ramona was a lovely person and a good neighbour. She'd recently lost her husband in a tragic road accident, so she wasn't going to let this scare her off. She went upstairs, switched off the bathroom light, walked everywhere around the house, and came out of the darkness to say that there was nobody in there. She also warned the boys to keep the noise down. Johnny and Sam had gone to primary school together, and they were now in the same secondary school, so Sam trusted Johnny was telling the truth. What Ramona had just said made no sense at all. They walked across the front garden and placed their heads on the boarded up living room window to see if they could at least hear someone. Both of them pulled their heads away at the same time, with Sam asking if Johnny had felt that. The boards of the window pushed backwards against their heads. I did, said Johnny. That would have been impossible as there was a window behind it. They walked backwards, back across the front garden and onto the footpath outside. They looked up and that is where they saw her. Looking down at them from the bedroom window was an old woman. She had a dark scarf wrapped around her head and her skin was the whitest they had ever seen. Where her eyes should have been were just great big black holes and she was slumped to the side against the bedroom wall. They both stared for what felt like forever with her staring straight back at them as still as a statue. They both turned and ran, and Johnny was that panicked he fell over into a bush outside his ass. He lay awake all night thinking whatever it was was only a few doors down. The next day, walking to school, the boys' descriptions matched and he couldn't believe what they'd seen. To this day, Johnny still thinks about it, and he says he will never Get her face out of his head. Ah 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 ah. ah, ah, ah.